I liked it. I had sex. Welcome back to Lyrics for Lunch, the show where we promise not to ruin your day today. I'm a Rubenstein. Yeah, we do. This is an okay, okay one, I think. Maybe. I don't know. It's fine. I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm your host. This is a show where we do a deep dive into some of your favorite songs, some of the most popular songs from history, the most maligned songs, you know, songs that have a good story associated with them. And I'm not just here by myself. I'm here every week, each and every week, telling a story or hearing a story from, telling a story to or hearing a story from Lindsay Tucker. Hello, I'm Lindsay Tucker. I'm a writer and producer of this show. Hello, how are you? I'm great. I'm drinking coffee. Ooh, that coffee looks delicious. It's really good. The place that I go to has ice cubes made of coffee, so the coffee doesn't no get way. diluted when you... Where is this? It's in Boston. No, but where? It's called Boston King Coffee. Mm, never heard of it. Yeah, it's out in the uh, out in the little burbs here. Uh, so, how has your week been, Lindsay? It's going all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been getting the. I have a spare bedroom, and I'm starting this new thing of hosting travel nurses in it. Ooh. So, I've been getting the room all ready for uh, my new tenant that's coming on Friday. New tenant. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Meanwhile, shopping for another house. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Look at you. <laughs> building my real estate empire. Yeah. So soon it's going to be like, I'm Lindsay Tucker. I run a real estate empire. <laughs> exactly. Um, great. I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. I asked you this already. Sorry. Oh, um, you we did. I said, I, said, I said about coffee. Yeah, I'm doing great. I and I asked you when we weren't rolling. I've asked you twice now. Thrice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Thrice I have asked you for more towels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, d- I'm doing well. By the time you're hearing this, listeners, I'll be hanging out in Alaska fishing. So that'll be Why are you going fun. fishing? What do you mean, why am I going fishing? I like fish. I've never been fishing, so I want to just try fishing. In Alaska? Yeah. It's like a, cool. it's like it's like a guided thing. They're like, give me a day's fishing license, and like, it's not like real fishing. Oh, I'm not gonna become a fisherman. Are you gonna kill any fish? Um, I might, I might kill oh. and eat a fish. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's okay. So today, Lindsay, tell us, tell us what we're doing. Oh, finally. Oh, finally. Sorry. Um, yeah, today we'll be talking about the Macarena. Oh my Jesus God. What? And you're telling me about it. So I don't know why you're acting so surprised. (laughs) I'm not ready. Um, yes. So I don't this is a this is kind of a weird one because this is this is a universally hated song now. Like Mm -hmm. the Macarena is is a song that is has become a punching bag. But today I'd like to tell you take you on a little journey about how the Macarena came to be the most popular song on planet earth 
the most popular song on planet Earth. The most popular song on planet Earth. It started with a bunch of teenagers no, shaking it didn't. their asses. It, it actually didn't start with a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> it started with two old, two old former bullfighters. But we'll get there. Oh wow! I told you it got weird. <laughs> okay. So, what is your history with this song? Uh, I was a teenager shaking my ass <laughs> to it. <laughs> okay, so tell me, tell me about, tell me everything you know about the Macarena. Um, okay, it's by uh, uh, I think the band's called Los Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Good job, kind of, but go on. And I remember it coming out. Oh God, what grade was I in? Like seventh grade. When did it come out? No, it came out in nineteen ninety five. Nineteen ninety five. Fifth grade. Ninety six. Yeah. Sixth or fifth grade. Okay. Wow. Um, and there was a dance associated with it mm-hmm. that everyone learned. And then you would do this dance at bar mitzvahs, I guess school dances. I mean, I didn't even get invited to a school dance until seventh grade. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure, but like a fu- like functions, right? Like you would go to weddings or bar mitzvahs, they did it at sports games, they did it everywhere this day this dance yes so for our for our zoomer listeners this dance we're going to talk a lot about it it's okay so my next question for you my next quiz was do you know who sings this song and you said los del rio which is not wrong but it's not right but it's not all the way right so the macarena sold 14 million copies as a single and remained number one on the charts for on the Billboard Top 100 for 14 weeks, which was a record that was since tied a bunch of times, but never broken until Despacito 11 years later. So this record was held for 11 years. And in addition to its 14 weeks at number one, the song spent 60 weeks on the Hot 100, just like in wow. total. So that's 14 months. Wow. So there's lots of 14s here. There 14 are. million copies, 14 <laughs> weeks at number one, and 14 months on the Hot 100. And and this 14 months on the Hot 100 seems to be a record that is still standing. Old Town Road is up there, too. Okay. The current record holder for number of weeks at number one is Old Town Road. So the most popular version of the Macarena is from 1996, and we're going to take a listen to it now. Yay. <laughs> Whoa, it's kind of scary. I'm laughing. This is very 1996. I am not it trying. certainly is. When they dance, they call me Magarena. And the boys, they say, so buena. They all want me. They can't have me. So they all come and dance beside me. Move with me. Chant with me. And if you're good, I'll take you home with me. Alla tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena. Que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosa buena. Alla tu cuerpo, alegría, Macarena. Eh, Macarena. Are those the bullfighters? Yes. Don't spoil it. That's Los Del Rio. Those two guys. Whoa. They are really old. And there's like, these are like 20 year olds. Don't worry, don't worry. It's not creepy. Now, come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of town. 
two friends who are so fine. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosa buena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, eh, Macarena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosa buena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, eh, Macarena. Okay. All right. We did it. According to culture.com, Macarena was actually on the charts for 66 weeks, not 60 weeks. So that's 15 and a half months. Wow. Um, so what do you think this song is about? So she's like, hey, my name is Macarena. All the boys want me. They can't have me. So they come and dance here with me. And um, then there was this one part where she was like, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town and his friends were so cute. So what is that? What do you think? What is, <laughs> what is all that all about? Um, I guess her boyfriend was out of town and maybe she like danced up on his friends or maybe she made out with one of them. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. So it's like this girl who's kind of like the apple of all the boys' eye, and she's out there on the dance floor, like, "Come dance with me, come hither." Mm-hmm. Come hither, indeed. <laughs> Do this little dance that'll put you in a trance, and then you will die. <laughs> um, you're getting closer. So this is actually an english language club remix of a 1993 song from los del rio oh yes which is why it's like uh this is kind of by los del rio so let's start at the beginning 
Let's start at the very beginning. So, Antonio Romero Mangue and Rafael Ruiz Perdigones met in 1962 at the age of 14. Oh my God. And they launched their flamenco. This is for mental floss. They launched their flamenco pop careers in the Andalusian city of Dos Hermanas, means two sisters, back when they were teenage bullfighters. So, they were. 14 years i couldn't find like a ton of information about this but they were 14 years old and they just like liked singing and bullfighting in spain which is like probably the coolest opening sentence of anyone's biography ever (laughs) well who wouldn't like singing and bullfighting in spain in 1962 with like cool sun i am i imagine them in cool sunglasses on like vespas on vespas (laughs) basically the plot of that movie luca but in spain and (laughs) And then they write the Macarena. Um, so they weren't a super big hit. They were singing and playing music. They were like a local singing group, right? So they they at age fourteen. They started at age fourteen, but for the next thirty years, they were just like a local singing group. Okay. Their first album was Luches de Sevilla, which hit the shelves in 1967, and then so like. They didn't really have a hit for the next 25 years. Okay. By the way, there's a lot of Spanish in this episode, and I am not good at Spanish, so if I mispronounce stuff, I apologize. So, Yeah. So cut to 25 years later. It's 1991, 1992-ish. So this journey started, according to Mental Floss, in the unlikeliest of places. An exclusive Ooh. Venezuelan party staged at the home of Carlos Andres Perez, who was the country's former president. Wow, how did they get invited there? I don't actually know. I think that they just, Hmm. like, knew people. I don't know. Um, But one half of Los Del Rio was touring South America at the time and went to the party. Uh, This is Antonio Romero Monge. One half? Just one of them? Just one of them. Yeah, Antonio Romero Monge. And he went to the party and was transfixed by a flamenco dancer from Caracas, a flamenco instructor named Diana Patricia Cubian Herrera. So many fucking names. Diana Patricia Cubian Herrera. And so she was entertaining the dignitaries and and dancing. And he like, I guess like started like scat singing along with her. And he what mental floss says he improvised a melodic tribute on the spot. So like he's like seeing someone dance, and I guess he's just like 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 slam poetrying as she's doing it. It's not awkward at all. And he says, "Dale tu cuerpo, alegría y cosas buenas," which is translates to "Give your body some joy," which is a line from Macarena. And Mm -hmm. this would form the basis of the full song that (laughs) it took Mange just a half an hour to write. Wow. Now, depending on what source I read, it conflicts as to whether he referred to her as Diana, like Diana and then the line, give your body some joy, or or called her Magdalena, like Mary Magdalene. And Magdalena. What? Yeah. Addressing, this is from history, addressing her by the name Magdalena is a reference to Mary Magdalene that connotes sultriness. And that's a thing that they do in Venezuela. 
I guess like be sultry. I mean, she's like dancing. She's like no, f- not be sultry. Like call people Magdalena. Well, he's from in Spain. reference to Mary Magdalene. I guess. Okay, it's a thing they do in Spain. I okay. suppose so. Um, okay. So the Macarena, I suppose the original title would be the Magdalena, and so his version was renamed to honor either his daughter Esperanza Macarena or the neighborhood that he lived in in spain which is also called macarena so like there's lots of different little conflicting reports on on these all these names this bothers me um, tell me more it bothers me that we don't know it, bo- um, it bothers me too like, the answer most of the sources it's like kind of 50 50 so i'm choosing to believe that he named it after his daughter and it was just like kind of a coincidence that he that he's also from a place called macarena in sevilla but so he named after his daughter but it's mm-hmm. sexual yeah mm-hmm. according to mental Flo- quote mental floss a slightly unfortunate move when you learn of the lyrical themes okay so I'll this stay tuned for more of those yes you will so this first appeared on the <laughs> duo's uh 1993 lp ami me gusta so let's take a listen to the original version of the macarena all right. There they are again. So how is this different than the original already? There's no psychotic laughing. Yeah. And like even it sounds the beat. like he's playing it on a Casio keyboard. <laughs> yeah. The beat is also like just kind of very normal. Or it's like yeah. it's like a kind of a flamenco beat. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> what is wrong? happening with that? Saxophone. What even is that? <laughs> saxophone. Sounds very low budget. Well, remember, this was not a a popular band. This was not a band with a lot of money. But it's also just like a very run of the mill kind of Latin dance song, or not Latin because this is uh, Spanish, so like a Spanish dance song. It's almost like calypso beat. Mm. 
se llama de apellido Vitorino, en la jura de bandera del muchacho, se la dio con dos amigos. Macarena tiene un novio que se llama... It also like the kind of the chords change. There's like a whole verse in Spanish, two, a whole bunch of verses in Spanish that we don't know from the popular version of the song. Right, because they have all that weird English, they English singing stuff in English. Yeah. Yeah. Sax solo is really given a different vibe from the dance remix. <laughs> so does it slap? Diana Patricia Kubian Herrera, after the song becomes a hit, starts gets like a reputation around Venezuela as the real Macarena. Ooh. She like is known in Venezuela as Macarena. She got a t-shirt. She got I'm a, the yes. Macarena girl. I'm the real I'm the Macarena girl. So this is this is the real Macarena. This is Diana. This is from the AP archive. The young dancer who inspired the massive selling Spanish hit Macarena says the song brought her, in the words of the song, happiness and good things. Oh, good things. Like some dickens. So there she is dancing her flamenco flamenco dance. So yeah, she's a babe. I get it. I get like... Is she? Watching her dance and wanting to scat sing. If you're like in your 40s. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not. <laughs> You're not feeling it? She's not your type? She is not my type. Okay. Nothing against her. This is from South Coast Today from September 1996. Okay. Quote, the 25-year-old, 5'3", Venezuelan flamenco dancer was the inspiration she for the song. She looked a lot taller. She did. Sorry, go ahead. For, for the song that slowly but surely seems to have invaded every nightclub, cruise ship, wedding reception, and political convention in the Western world. Five years ago, <laughs> Miss Cubian met a two-man Spanish flamenco group called Los Del Rio while performing at a dinner party. The three hit it off. A perfect fit, she recalled in an interview at her Caracas home. A year later, she happened... Hold on. Yes. You told me only one of them was I there. I know. I know. Okay. I'm just I'm just reading the I'm just reading the sources. So okay. I think I think that this is a mistake. I think that okay. she only met one of them at this party and then a year later she happened into a performance by Los Del Rio at a Caracas hotel and they invited her up on stage to dance. And I think that this is where they all met. Like where she okay. met the third guy or the second guy. Miss Kubian was dressed in comfortable slacks and a jacket rather than the usual tight dress and high heels and a hair pulled back and a severe bun adorned by a flower. But she put on a passionate show. Quote, when Antonio saw me dance, the words just came out. His inspiration was me, Miss Kubian said. Why would that be? Because of the shape of my body? The way I dance? What do I know? Whoa. Whoa. So 
The Macarena was recorded months after Los Del Rio's Caracas appearance. It became moderately popular in Spain and Latin America's, but in the summer of 96, a remix by the Bayside Boys made it to the number one spot on the Billboard pop charts. Miss Kubian is now working hard to parlay the success of the Macarena into some other success of her own. Quote, since I was young, I wanted to be an artist, to dance. Now I'm open to any offer. Candle making. Her phone rang during the interview and she goes, that's Spielberg. Really? Yeah. The article's like, it wasn't, of course. (laughs) But she says she's been getting plenty of offers lately. She recently performed in Spain and a Latin American tour is planned for early 1997. But... When she sees tens of thousands of people at places like Yankee Stadium dancing to Macarena and even Hillary Rodham Clinton swaying her hips to the music she inspired at the Democratic National Convention, Ms. Kubian says it still comes as a shock. I don't believe it. She said, quote, it's like a dream. It's like a dream. Okay. It's like a dream. More Muse stuff. More Muse stuff. That's right. Can't, can't escape it. So... Let's do a dramatic reading. This is these are the original lyrics of the Macarena translated from Spanish. So, why don't you do the first two? Give your body joy, Macarena, that your body is to give you joy and a good thing. Give your body joy, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Macarena has a boyfriend named The boyfriend's name is Vitorino, and he took the oath of the flag like he went to the army. And when she left, she made it with two of his friends. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Her boyfriend goes to war and she had sex with two of his friends. These are That's the correct. lyrics. That's correct. Okay. The original lyrics. <laughs> right, right. And, and then it goes back to give your body joy, Macarena. You're, gi- you know, giving your body joy is a good thing. All right. So he's hey, not slut shaming. Nope. He's like, get it. <laughs> um, Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. You like the marbella summers macarena 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 you move like a gorilla not the not the animal but the like like a gorilla soldier right my translation says that you like the gorilla movement (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) macarena dreams of corte inglis which is like a like the spanish herods and the modern models are bought you want to go to new york and flirt and have a new boyfriend and then it goes back to what? The, the Vitorino thing. He's Macarena not even from has, New York. I don't. Yeah, it's like it's like that travel to New York, Milan, you know, Tokyo. Mm, mm-hmm. Macarena has a boyfriend named his name. His last name is Vitorino, or sorry, his first name is Vitorino. And the in the boys flag pledge. So when he goes to the army, she made it with two of his friends. <laughs> sounds like a true story yeah so according to song facts in the original version (laughs) macarena is upset because her boyfriend vittorino has joined the army and she retaliates by going out on the town and carousing with two of his friends good don't fucking join up and go to fight other people's stupid wars so according to this is from the the ireland journal there's a lot a lot of fucking sources on this because this was such a huge song. International news. Yeah. 
According to can- Canadian TV personality Richard Krause's book, Who Wrote the Book of Love, Los Del Rio's label weren't initially crazy about the idea of releasing the song. With lyrics such as, give your body some joy, Macarena, they were worried it might be too racy for Spanish radio. And I have to stress, too racy for Spanish radio is really a thing. <laughs> have you heard Despacito? Mm-mm. The Justin Bieber, Daddy Yankee song? Oh, yes, of course. So Despacito means slower. All, all, the, all the song is doing is saying, like, I want you to fuck me, but slower. Nice. Nice. Um, this is from Ranker. The, um, the original flamenco version of Macarena was a huge domestic hit in Spain in the early 1990s. It came out in 93. And that led the record company to request a more mainstream dance remix with English language lyrics. This is where the, Macar- the history of the Macarena gets even more hazy. Okay. So. A Spanish duo named Fangoria claimed for years that they were owed money for the work done to arrange and remix the song in like 1994. But Los Del Rio denied those claims and it went as far as court. They, like Fangoria like took Los Del Rio and the record label to court in Spain, but the Fangoria version of Macarena didn't end up becoming a huge hit. Um, it's unclear whether they got money but i think that they like settled out of court so they arranged some kind of version that was never really used we don't we've never heard it well we've heard it now oh we have yeah so this is the fangoria version so what they're what fangoria is saying is like they did the work los Rio didn't pay them and then the bayside boys which is like the remix that everyone knows like like bit their version so let's take a listen to the fangoria version of macarena What do you think? Um, it sounds like the one that we know, except so far there's like, there wasn't any female singing. Yeah, I think it is like a pretty interesting exact middle point because we have the addition of the back, the strong backbeat. We also have the addition of the, uh, 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 but this is like yeah. more of a jock jams kind of version. Right. So like I don't know. I don't know if they're owed money. Probably I would say probably not. I go back and forth. It's also like waste. Better. It is. Feels like half halfway to like should be in the matrix. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of the elements are there. Yeah. They they took it halfway. They did. I think that it's like basically exactly halfway. (laughs) So today, the Macarena has been remixed countless times. We actually have a number toward the end, but it's uh, I'll I'll save it as like a big reveal, and in multiple language. But the remix that multiple languages, but the remix that caught on was produced by Mike Trier, Trier, and Carlos de Yarza, who are the Bayside Boys. 
And so this is the legend of how that came to be. The legend. The legend. As, as Ranker says, as legend has it. So the Bayside Boys were asked by a radio DJ from Miami called DJ Jammin', Jammin' John Car Ride. Or Caraday. C-A-R-I-D-E. What? Is it Car Ride? <laughs> because it's if it's Car C- Ride. <laughs> C-A-R-I-D-E. It's either Car Ride or Caraday. Oh, okay. I Might thought it was Caraday. like C-A-R space ride. <laughs> No, D- so DJ let's call car him, ride. Let's call him <laughs> DJ Jam and John. So DJ Jam and John okay. was was a, a host of a show on Miami's Power ninety six FM, and he approached the Bayside Boys and to say like, so all of the Spanish speaking people love the Macarena, the original Los Del Rio version, but he like he's like, oh, this could be really popular if we had English lyrics and could be on the the you know on the english language shows too caride caraday was feeling sorry caraday was, was fielding ja- jazzy john D- dj jam and john was fielding numerous <laughs> requests from listeners for macarena but was forbidden from playing anything on his radio station that was exclusively in a language other than english oh right so th- the song's new verses had to be in english because otherwise he couldn't play it on his radio show so like Kind of whose rules were those yeah the corporate radio station that was that was power 96 fm's rules. so like clear channel okay this is like kind of before clear channel but yeah basically the same shit so okay. the idea was that the song's new verses would be in english but retain the spanish choruses as sung by los del rio so this was like this was the plan it wasn't a organic remix so to speak he's like this is how i want it to go because this is what i think will be the most popular for my radio show the new version slowly started catching on with listeners in heavily latinx areas like south florida but there was still one piece missing from the puzzle that would change the course of los del rio's career forever what we'll get there in a second so let's talk a little bit about the remix itself so the bayside boys didn't just add some english words to macarena they needed to write an entire new verse or entire new verses so to like fit the brief of being able to play it on the radio so it swapped the latin beats for a dance pop groove which is the same idea that fangoria used mm-hmm. and it sampled allison moyette's laugh from a song called situation by a group called Yazoo. <laughs> okay. I hate this laugh. Well, so, but just, you know this song, right? Yeah, and I've never even noticed the laugh. Me neither. Until I was re- researching this. And the vocal melodies from British indie pop band The Farm. And their song Higher and Higher. What am I listening for? Oh. Oh, yeah. That's at the end of the song. Right. So they're they're pulling little samples from here and there and everywhere. Sorry. I'm confused about how the Bayside Boys got involved with the DJ Jam and Johnny. He just knew him. So... Jam and Johnny knew the Bayside Boys and approached them to do a remix. Okay. Um, Because he thought that he... And he's like, I need X, Y, and Z. 
I need X, Y, and Z. And the biggest change was obviously it handed half the running time to an English language vocalist named Carla Vanessa. And she was in Miami Sound Machine with Gloria Stefan. Oh. Yeah. So Carla Vanessa's contribution changed the entire nature of the track. Monge had penned Macarena as a playful ode to a, the flamenco dance teacher with like a little bit of I'm having sex with these two guys. And the Bayside Boys repurposed, <laughs> repurposed its quote unquote innocuous lyrics to create an altogether more risque narrative. So these are the lyrics to the English language Macarena. All right. So this is, these are the English... This is the English verse sung by Carla Vanessa of Miami Sound Machine. So this we can do a dramatic reading of because they're not translated. <laughs> okay. Who's going first? You are. I am not trying to seduce you when I dance. They call me Macarena. And the boys, they say, queso buena. They all want me. They can't have me. So they all come and dance beside me. Move with me. Chant with me. And if you're good, I'll take you home with me. But don't you worry about my boyfriend. He's a boy named Vitorino. I don't want him. <laughs> Couldn't stand him. He was no good, so I... <laughs> now, come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of towns, and his two friends were so fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Come and find me. My name is Macarena. Always at the party. Con las chicas que son buenas. With the good girls. Come join me. Dance with me. And all you fellows chant along with me. So I think that this is like a like a myth that we can bust is everyone's saying like, well, Los, the Los Del Rio version is pretty innocent. And the American language one is so risque. It's like, I don't think so, actually. No, They're basically the same. Exactly the same. It's just from her point of view. Right. Versus like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's her perspective versus their perspective, which I guess <laughs> is what makes it risque is that like a woman gets to make a decision in the song. Right, and say, like, I liked it. I had sex. What? And it was my choice. No, absolutely. I think the fuck not. <laughs> um, so the thing that truly catapulted the Macarena's popularity was not just the catchy hooks about group sex. It was, of course, the dance. Okay, wait, group sex. I wasn't thinking it was at the same time, but oh, fine it, with me. <laughs> How do we know? I don't know. That's the implication, I think is it i'm like oh she cheated with two friends but okay fine at the same time I whatever i i read it as group set for once i'm the one that's for like, once a famous <laughs> more <laughs> risky in the brain um so in the video this is from mental floss again in the video uh there are 10 women doing the like hand gestures right which like yeah palm down palm down palm up palm up shoulder shoulder hip hip butt butt wiggle wiggle right roll roll yeah so one of the 10 <laughs> this is this is what mental floss has to say in the in the video one of the 10 women seen throwing some shapes in between the middle-aged crooning is paris-based <laughs> new yorker mia fry she's responsible for the choreography so okay from ranker the director who is vincent calve who's french he told the Huffington Post that he had to fight the record label for the minimalist style that he wanted for the video. Quote, I thought the music video could provide somewhat of a dance lesson. I proposed the simple concept with the artist singing surrounded by beautiful dancers from around the world. Mia Fry, the choreographer, explained the origin of the dance to HuffPost in 2016. 
quote, I knew it had to be crystal clear and it was very important that people could relate to the dance, meaning if a child, an old person, a king or a peasant or a president saw my Macarena dance only for one time, they would remember the moves, soul, joy and happiness spilling out of the video. Obviously, it worked. So I'm not knocking it. Yes. It became a massive dance sensation. But the mm-hmm. dance is dumb. Oh, we're going for it. So by fo- from, the, from the Ireland Journal, this is once again a quote from Mia Fry. By focusing on the upper body, I allowed everyone to dance the Macarena from old people to girls in miniskirts in a nightclub. No one is ridiculous. She added, if you do it in the wrong order, it doesn't matter. In fact, people often jump in the wrong direction at the end of the sequence, resulting in laughter. So she wanted the dance to be laid back and easy to get involved in. And by creating a, a routine that, quote, even a child with no sense of rhythm could master, she helped the Macarena surpass Madonna's Vogue, Alfonso Ribeiro's The Carlton, and even Billy Ray Cyrus's Achy Breaky Heart line dance as the decade's most copyable dance. So I think it's bad on purpose. Yeah, it clearly is. And that was brilliant. But it's barely even a dance. <laughs> yep. I think about, well, what's the other one that came popular after that? The Cha-Cha Slide? Cha-Cha Slide, Harlem Shake. Slide if you, if you can take the If you can take the hips slide out of something, right. white people will do it. <laughs> uh, I thought there was hips in the Macarena. I mean. It's the only dancey part. It's basically a cheer. But people, yeah, but people don't do that part. They just do the the arm part. They like don't actually get their hips involved. So (laughs) this is from Spin. This is kind of a long quote from Spin, but it's very weird. Okay, I will try not to interrupt you. Done in silence, the Macarena could easily be mistaken for a roadside drunk driving test. Lots of simple arm extensions and holds, occasional (laughs) swaying of the body. The official version calls for the dancer to turn their body clockwise every now and again. But outside the club, while watching Pasta Boil, on the speakerphone, at work, or waiting in line for a public restroom, most everyone just does it standing in place. But do y'all want to get weird? It just, this is still spin. It just so happens that performing the Macarena requires a dancer to replicate the limb positions with arm angles similar to those in Leonardo da Vinci's legendary Vitruvian Man. Hmm, let me see. I really thought you were going to go DiCaprio on that one. You know the the Vitruvian (laughs) Man, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. The Vitruvian Man is like the, the model of the guy with the arms in different positions. His arms are, and his legs are out. Yeah. Aren't they? Are yeah. they out? Well, they're they're it's okay. super super superimposed. So there's like three versions of out his and arms in. and three versions of his legs. <laughs> Spin continues, and that's nothing. The eight limbs on the Vitruvian Man portray sixteen possible limb combinations, limb position combinations. While the eight parts of the Macarena dance include sixteen different limb position combinations. Maybe the Macarena's moves just make the average person feel gorgeous. After all, Da Vinci chose the Vitruvian Man body form as the best means of portraying the most beautiful male models of the 15th century in Milan. And this is to say nothing of the total waist shakes in a Macarena performance and their codependence on the I'm sorry and their correspondence to the Fibonacci sequence a universal pattern of shapes found throughout the most wondrous structures of nature including seashells hurricanes and galaxies okay wow I cannot I'm thinking about the Vitruvian (laughs) man and I'm not seeing the Macarena dance moves no me fucking neither this person is high (laughs) 
Clearly. Going crazy. But I just love that they're like, the Macarena is popular. Trying to make it deep. Yeah. And like, to me, this is like also kind of like the aliens built the pyramids shit. Like, just allow something to be cool and kind of we don't really know why it it, it became so popular. Right. It's just a phenomenon. (laughs) Back to me. In 1996, this song becomes wildly popular, played at sports games, 14 times platinum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mental floss. Still, fewer paying attention to the lyrics' promiscuous tales at the time. The Vatican certainly wasn't, because Los Del Rio was invited to meet Pope John Paul II. Wow! The Vatican, if you will remember, banned Madonna. It's true. (laughs) Uh, It gets a little weirder. The Vatican story is a little weirder. So this is from a website called Then24, and this is translated, so it might get a little weird. Uh, The two friends... This is Los Del Rio. So they were invited by Pope John Paul II to do a charity event in the Vatican Auditorium. The duo sang the Macarena to the Pope live, which made the meeting a day to remember. However, the surprises did not stop there. And it seems that another important figure in the world of the Catholic Church appeared. Mother Teresa of Calcutta snuck into the auditorium to watch them sing the Macarena. Okay, wait, did she get down? I don't think so. Did the Pope? <laughs> Did anyone? <laughs> so, so this is what happened. It seems as though Mother Teresa snuck into the auditorium to watch the them sing Macarena. And when she was discovered, she had to go because she wasn't supposed to be in there. This is a quote from Rafael Ruiz Perdigonias. She came in so humble, so modest, and when she saw us, she stayed. And we went behind her because she was like, go it. She was like walking in. And he felt that he had like outed her for, sh- for sneaking in. It seemed, quote, it seemed that we had screwed up a bit because she had snuck into the auditorium for the Andalusian reception. <laughs> was he like behind so, her doing the Macarena? Apparently like, or like approached her. I don't know. The, I can't quite tell the geography of this whole thing. <laughs> They like formed a train with her at the front and she's like (laughs) doing the the Macarena. Yeah. So by the time this is back to mental floss, by the time it concluded its 14 week run at top the US Hot 100 charts in November of 1996, it had taken 33 weeks to get there. And the Macarena Bayside Boys mix had transcended far beyond the status of novelty number one. It was a pop culture behemoth. The U.S. women's gymnastic team, dubbed the Magnificent Seven, celebrated their Atlantic Games triumph with a nod to the song's slightly less than challenging steps. Who are who are the Magnificent Seven? Magnificent Seven was um, a fantastic U.S. gymnastics team that had uh, Dominique Dawes, Dominique Mociano, Carrie Strug, um, Shannon yeah. Miller. Carrie Strug famously like did the thing with the broken foot. You can she do it, won Carrie. the vault with the broken foot, um, which is also uh, it's something that we praise in uh, like popular culture, but also has come under scrutiny lately because of like the abuse in <laughs> different she had sports. A broken foot. And um, like Bella Caroli was known a known abuser of uh, the girls, uh, not sexual but uh, physical no. verbal it's abuse. Like- I, I kind of think that any child, because these are like 12, 13, 14 year olds, right? Yeah. Any, any child who has been working this hard, 
that that is in itself like a form of abuse like no child should be competing in front of three billion people and like with the entire weight of the world on their shoulders right mm-hmm. that's just me and so, then the fact that so we see it as like a positive thing that she yeah. you can do it carrie injured herself yeah that she perf- you know performed on an injury it's just backwards especially when it's a child i mean I do think it's like a really impressive feat, but like yes. she should never have been put in that situation. Right. Um, do you want to watch the, the Magnificent Seven doing the Macarena? I definitely do. So at first they danced the YMCA and now. And the hand jive. And the hand jive. So they did the hand jive to the YMCA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that poor girl, those poor girls look like this looks so stupid, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> because it does. They're like, this it isn't even a move. <laughs> Whoa, she did a backflip. What's this girl with like the the Tanya Harding hair? I think that's Shannon Miller. Or is the Shannon Miller behind her? That's Shannon Miller with the bangs. Yeah, that's the one I was asking about. Carrie, stop it. You do fucking flips on your fucking broken foot. They're like, do the Macarena flips or else. You got, we're, we got this whole Macarena thing planned. <laughs> wow. These That's these are children. Yeah. I like so can't little. even. They're so young. <laughs> they're Giano probably is like they're, peanut. They're probably a little older than they look because they like have 0% body fat, but like still they still they cannot be older than like 13 yeah um Um, in addition broadway icon cheeto rivera led a fifty thousand person crowd at yankee stadium for the world's biggest macarena line which appears to hold the guinness world record of the longest single choreographed dance routine or the bit like the biggest single choreographed dance routine oh okay the biggest flash mob Um, yeah exactly And it even dominated that year's Democratic National Convention, where Hillary Clinton famously participated in an awkward dance along while Al Gore poked fun at his own wooden reputation with a motionless demonstration. Have I you, never uh, want to hear Al Gore and Wood next to each other like that again. Well, we're going to watch clips. Okay. So I'm, sh- I'm sure you've seen this clip, right, of the, of the DNC in 1996 doing the Macarena, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So oh my God. White already, people. White people. Whoa. Hillary Clinton looks like animatronic. Exactly. I was just going to say. <laughs> we have a mannequin Hillary. I I don't even know. <laughs> the gay, the guy wrapped in the gay pride flag is like kind of doing okay. <laughs> the only one. Oh, no. Not that guy. Okay. This bad, like Rosie O'Donnell lookalike is like she cannot figure out the fucking moves. Um, the number one comment is they didn't do this in 2016 and that's why they lost. <laughs> so okay. this, the memification of this thing doesn't stop there, right? So this is a clip of Al Gore doing his Macarena joke, his big, mo- and listen to the, listen to the crowd roar. Okay. This is from daily motion. This is some crowd. I've been watching you doing that Macarena on television. And if I could have your silence, I would like to demonstrate for you. (laughs) 
the Al Gore version of the Macarena. What? Okay, so this is an entirely visual joke, and I might not even be able to get the audio of this, but Al Gore says, I've been, I've been seeing you do the Macarena on TV, and I'd like to demonstrate for you the Al Gore version of the Macarena. And then he stands perfectly still for about 10 seconds and then says, would you like to see it again? And the crowd just goes fucking ape shit. It is, it is like Elvis walked in the room. I literally didn't even get the joke. I was like, yes, I know. I'm I had waiting. to read about it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to read about it and then have it explained to me. Oh my god! I like didn't react. I was like, "Uh, it's over. What happened?" Okay, thank you. So the 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 Macarena memes persisted for another twenty four years. Oh, so god. this is from this. Um, check your text messages. This is from August, August seventeenth, twenty twenty. So the the DNC just this past year. And it's a tweet from Hillary Clinton. Would you would you like to read this tweet from Hillary Clinton? I'll be clapping from home this year. Join me. And then a link to demconvention.com slash watch. Yeah. So it's in response to this guy, Tim J. Hogan, who put the Macarena dance up. And Hillary Clinton says, I'll be clapping from home this year. People wonder why, why folks hate Democrats. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Remember that one? I'm hip. I'm with it. Remember that meme from 24 years ago? Literally. <laughs> you know, it'd be so, a good idea if you tweeted about the Macarena. <laughs> it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, though. This is from Ranker uh, from a September 1990s. So this is a uh, Ranker via a September 1996 column in the Orlando Sentinel. Um, so not far from Miami's epicenter of the phenomenon. The Orlando Sentinel mocked the trend going as far as to explicitly beg enough already of, of this Macarena song and dance. A Rolling Stone reader poll from 2011 would list the Macarena as the second worst song of the 90s, losing out to want to guess, what the worst. No. <laughs> Barbie Girl by Aqua. Oh, Aquaman. Oh, Aqua. <laughs> Not Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> um, and then in 2015, Distractify basically did what we just did today, which was to show 90s kids what this song was really about. So this is a, a, a video from Distractify. 90s kids learn what the Macarena is really about. Ooh. I really didn't know that's what the song was about. And I've heard that at a wedding. Wow. This seems staged. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it kind of does. I'm a 90s kid. 90s. I was born in 94. I'm definitely a 90s kid. I love 90s music like Spice Girls and Sync, Backstreet Boys. I remember the Macarena. I just know it says, hey, Macarena, and then like a whole bunch of words, just really fast. I, I don't know. I have no clue what the words mean. I thought it was gibberish. Those are words? <laughs> I don't know. I feel well, like it's about an unhappy like a true American, but I could be wrong. <laughs> it's definitely about dancing. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> Still to this day. Please tell me it's not something really dark. God. <laughs> it's like really like psychedelic. Is this 
about um, a thirsty, thirsty girl. You know, like they all want, they all want her. <laughs> you know? That's kind of not good to play at a wedding. Now don't you worry about my boyfriend. Yep, the boy whose name is Vittorio. Oh, so it is boyfriend. I don't want him, couldn't stand him. He was no good, so I. <laughs> now, come on. What was I supposed to do? He was out of town, and his two friends were so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you say two friends? Two of them? Two friends? Two friends, did she say? So she's cheating. Basically, that's what she's doing. Dose? She sounds Dose. a little trifling. Also racist. Okay. All right. Trifling. They played this at my elementary school. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Yeah, I don't quite know what to make of that. What a bummer for him when he came back. That's real fucked up. I listened to this at church. <laughs> At church. This is what I was dancing to when I was 12. Yeah, 90s kids lose their innocence when they find out what the Macarena is. I feel really like about. they're That's, like really trying to um, make it a bigger deal than it is. I think so too. I mean, or we're, we've been desensitized by doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, unsurprisingly, the Macarena has proved to be, this is Mental Floss again, uh, unsurprisingly, the Macarena has proved to be something of an albatross around Los Del Rio's necks. The, uh, they only grace the Billboard charts once more with a festive version of Macarena, which lazily threw the sleigh bells and a melody of Christmas carols into the mix. <laughs> Lindsay? Yes? Would you like to hear Macarena Christmas? Yeah, I'm wearing the Santa suit. This is still less annoying than the Hey There Delilah episode. <laughs> so compared with the original Macarena video, which has 85 million views on YouTube from the Los Del Rio Vivo, this has 308,000. Yeah. So not quite as much. Whoa. When did this come out? 1990s, Christmas 1996. I have to think that this charted by accident, that people didn't know what they were buying. Yeah. So these are not sleigh bells. These are bells, bells, but whatever. I don't remember this at all. No, me neither. These guys are just having the time of their fucking life. They're like, uh, we got our Christmas outfits. Okay, that's enough of this. It simply didn't go away. There were covers from the Canadian duo Los Del Mar. There was Dutch hardcore techno artist MC Rage. Uh, country collective, the Groove Grass Boys. It remains a staple of wedding dance floors and nostalgic I Love the 90s clip shows while it enjoys a new lease on life as the, as the source of a viral dance challenge as of like TikTok mm. TikTok era. What was the challenge? Make up a I better dance? I, so, no, I think you just like do the Macarena. The the thing about TikTok dance challenges is they're not really like challenges. You just like do the thing and then congratulations, you've completed the challenge. Oh. It's just yeah, just a bunch of kids doing the Macarena. Um but we could hear 
the country collective groove grass boys doing macarena could we we could Oh my god. This makes me want to fucking die. <laughs> this is like like she thinks my tractor's sexy or something. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Oh god. Hey Whoa, what was that? I wanna eat a biscuit? Yeah. No. They can't have her, so they all want to dance beside her. Move with her, sing with her, and if you groove, she'll take you home with her. Can she two-step? Can she butt dance? Macarena, you got your butt your dance? Oh, she's a girl yep. that they call Macarena. She's the sweetest little thing that I've ever seen. She laughs and she giggles and she talks real sweet. I said, hey, Macarena. She's so bad. It is so bad. Now don't you worry about a boyfriend. The boy whose name's Nicarino. 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 It don't matter, man. He can't dance anyway. So the guy's out of town. When did this come out? 97. He's one of the other guys. Me and Lester. Me and Lester. Though it pains me to say, we don't have to listen to all of this. Thank you. So, Los Del Rio are not bitter about failing to have another hit. In fact, the lifelong friends have continued to embrace the track, which reportedly still pulls in royalties of $250,000 a year. However, they only have 25% of the royalties, which means they're making $250,000 a year, but it seems like the Macarena is making a million dollars a year in royalties no way. still. This is as of 20, this is as of 2003. So, it might be a little bit less now, but yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty pretty a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. So, they've included it on pretty much every single album that they've released. And they perform new versions with uh, a band leader, Andre Ryu, and a Cuban reggaeton outfit, Gente de Zona. And they've made a cameo in a video for the rapper Tyga's unlikely 2019 interpolation. Interpolation. <laughs> would you like to hear Tyga's interpolation of the Macarena? It's called Macarena 2.0. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry, it's called A Macarena. A Macarena. Oh, God, these guys. They're, they're old. But they've been friends for 50 years. What is, what is this? Dick Tracy outfit? This is, no, it's the mask. The mask. <laughs> Which came out weirdly between the original Macarena and the Bayside Boys mix. So, like, I don't quite understand what they're saying with this. But this is also, like, fucking horrible. This song is horrible. Yeah. 
hard on my back. She oh my god, this is mad. You look like someone that I used to know. Undefeated with the bitches, I'm invincible. Diamond said invisible. Nick, I ain't been a Jew. Want me to be miserable, but I can never miss a hoe. Okay, are we good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. They, they just do the dance. Um, okay. So Julio Iglesias is quoted as congratulating Los Del Rio personally. And he says, my success in singing English from Miami is nothing compared to yours. Coming from Dos Hermanas with little international exposure anywhere else and selling the, these many records in a Spanish in Spanish takes two huge sets of cojones. Oh, God, give me a break. In 2002, VH1 documentaries, 100 Greatest One-Hit Wonders, Macarena was ranked at number one. I love One-Hit Wonders. Los Del Rio continues to make music and perform it around the world. In 2008, they <laughs> released a, an album of Quisinera-themed music. Naturally, there are two new remixes of Macarena on there. Oh, God. So... This is from Ranker. There is said to be 4,700 unique versions of Macarena in existence. Wow. Is that more than any other song? I, th- I, I have to believe it is. There's no, really, there's no real way to figure that. But Vanity Fair in Spanish is, the, is, the, is what made that claim, 4,700 versions. So the Macarena appears in other media. It appears famously in Austin Powers. Come here. I'm not coming over there. Let's go. Forget it. Pronto. What are you doing? I'm with it. I'm hip. I still think this is kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and also, in Hotel Transylvania 3, which is the animated Adam Sandler comedy, it featured a musical number set to the song. This was in 2018. And that appearance alone caused streaming plays of Macarena to go up 69% from the week prior to the movie's release. Of course it did. <laughs> they also did it in Shrek. They did it fucking everywhere. Um, but is art for everyone? In 2019, the Macarena was included in a scene from Clint Eastwood's Richard Jewell. No, I so love Richard is, Jewell. This, I do not remember this. In the scene, Richard Jewell, famous American hero who was accused of bombing the Atlanta Olympics, security guard um, is is a yeah is a security guard at a concert, and he sees a suspicious guy with a backpack, and it turns out the guy is nothing. But we just learn that Richard Richard's mind works like anybody else. He's he cares about about the common man, whatever. I don't know. Olivia Wilde. Oh, here we go. Jesus Christ. You forgot the Oh, come on. Why is so grim, big guy? I'm bored. So she's a journalist, and John Hamm is a cop. Yeah, I mean, things something like that. Thing, huh? <laughs> I just feel like I was made for something better, you know? Detective, maybe? I wasn't? 
he just feels like he was meant for something better than this. <laughs> so all of the articles that I read about this scene that Richard Jewell was like, Eastwood was trying to show how mindless the American people are and will follow any, they'll like believe anything that they're presented with and follow the steps. And Okay, sure. Uh, Richard Jewell is one of the only instances in American history where that's like kind of accurate um, or like very accurate. So this is spin. In retrospect, there's no clear reason why the Macarena blew up like it did. It wasn't a fantastic display of musicianship. It didn't carry any real message, feature any dangerous or sexy performers, or even cause any specific feelings. It wasn't of the times either. In 1996, alt-rock and Britpop dominated the top 40 soundscape, though not even Smashing Pumpkins, no doubt Alanis Morissette or Oasis managed to bag a number one. For the most part, it was just a random, unintelligible audio cartoon from two plump, grinning, 48-year-old Spaniards whose hypnotic full-body dance was a distraction from the ills of 96 tupac being gunned down mad cow disease ramping up and rupert murdoch launching fox news professor robert thompson who's the director of the syracuse university blair center for television and popular culture can't exactly call it success either but does see the song as as an epochal elevator music for the shifting of an entire age of mankind quote we were we to anoint one song as the official anthem of the end of the second millennium macarena would do very nicely slouching toward y2k (laughs) with napster and the ipod lurking just around the corner we met this timeless oddment as the analog century was slipping away now neck deep in our digital age broadband flings songs across the planet in seconds and one hits are an everyday thing in the crusty old days of circuits and tubes however songs still had to propel themselves though we have still have no idea why macarena certainly did (laughs) cha-cha its own sweet ass into the history books sure did Uh, so that's where we would typically end if it weren't for the george floyd protests ready to get real angry do I have to? Yeah, you do. This is a tweet from at Jenny Jarvie, and it's uh, from Atlanta during the George Floyd protests on June 5th, 2020. And the cops, as they are counting down to curfew, do it in a pretty interesting way. Uh, so before you play, tell me how these cops are dressed. Um, In like full fucking fatigue. Yeah, full tactical army gear. Well, what a difference a week makes. Uh, it's just incredible. We know what happened here in downtown Atlanta last Friday. Today, I saw something just incredible involving the Georgia National Guard. They're still here behind us making sure that everyone goes home and things remain calm. But let me show you some video. A moment that we captured that you have to see to believe. You had the Georgia National Guard dancing the Macarena with some of the protesters out here. Now there was some music playing and then of course we heard the Macarena and I couldn't believe my eyes. It was really amazing and a lot of fun to see everybody enjoying themselves together. Dancing does bring people together and it was just a a really special time to see that solidarity, to see people enjoying themselves, protesting peacefully and just enjoying the moment. And I can tell you, I put this video online and it has just taken off and it's going viral because everyone, I think, has been hopeful that they might see something like this or good moments what, like what? this. Why? Why, are th- why is this happening? I think this is like propaganda, right? Like we're supposed to not 
fear or or worry about our safety like, around cops because they're doing the macarena they're playing basketball we're with kids. just like you yeah but like with them armed to the teeth and in tactical gear doing the macarena is like oh america is done it, it had its chance and it chose this <laughs> uh, so i just keep watching it on loop i'm like what it's why it really why is are we having break it down now okay wow <laughs> so in 2021 macarena celebrated its 25th anniversary of the chart topping version and <laughs> it's celebrated by offering airbnb users the chance to stay at an andalusian retreat and enjoy a macarena masterclass from los del rio themselves I'm sorry, a Macarena masterclass because we couldn't get it from just YouTubing? According to Spin, tickets sold out instantly. Okay, do we have footage of the class? <laughs> we do not have footage of the class. Who won? Who won? Why weren't they interviewed on national television? <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely a, uh, there's like a billboard article about about this Airbnb stay and like Los Del Rio just like old sitting in a corner somewhere. <laughs> Like they died while while on that trip. Um, yeah, a, a one-time virtual experience was also available for fans. A one-time virtual experience. We should have been we able to find done. footage we of that. We fucked up. <laughs> um, back, back to mental floss. As the saying goes, it's better to be a one-hit wonder than to have no hit at all. As Monge acknowledged in an interview with El Pais earlier this year, just as Spain has only won the World Cup once, we fortunately have been able to be the world champions in terms of music. We are always being asked, when are we going to compose another Macarena? To which we reply that we've already done it. Let the others have a go. A noble sentiment, although it seems improbable that any future songs of the summer will make the same, quite the same impact. So the last thing I want to show is basically a retread, but it shows that everything is cyclical because just this month on TikTok, someone once again discovered that the Macarena's lyrics are not just about dancing and his his uh tiktok handle is at pk p like the vegetable k like k-a-y 81 and this is what he has to say and there are listicle upon listicle upon listicle upon listicle about this one macarena video this is from march 25th of this year tell me a song that you listened to when you were younger and you grew up and realized it's really dirty yes i'm stitching my own video sue me but you're never going to believe this so you know the macarena the song that goes dun mm -hmm. da 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 macarena, yep, hey, that. macarena. <laughs> something like that. Anyway, that was at every That's single one of my school discos at about ten years old, and it's about a woman whose boyfriend is about to join the army, and she, when he's away, has a threesome with his two best mates. No joke. <laughs> Google it. What the fuck? So, listener PK, friend of the show, if you. <laughs> If you want to come join us for another song that is maybe dirtier than you remember or has a secret meaning, where can people find us on the internet? Find us on the internet at Lyrics for Lunch on Twitter and Instagram. But what if they want to send us like an email? They can email us at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com. But our listeners who just love us and they never want to miss an episode, what, what should they do? They should definitely subscribe, like, and rate and review the show. Tell all our friends how great it is. Yes. And congratulations to the winners of our contest, uh, Kay Ewing and 
Freddy. And Freddy from Freddy and the Fabs. Freddy Weber. And so, yeah, message us on any of those platforms to let us know what record you want from Newtown Book and Record Exchange and follow Newtown Book and Record Exchange at Newtown Book and Record X on all social media platforms. And tune in next week when we'll be talking about another song. What song are we going to be talking about? Another 90s fucking ditty. Next week, we're going to be talking about another 90s ditty known as... I could stay awake. It's known as I could stay awake. <laughs> I couldn't awake. remember the name of the song. I don't want to miss a thing. I remember the song. Don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> yeah, we're okay, talking. We're, we're going to talk about Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. So until next time, bring animal crackers. Bring bring, bring animal some crackers. animal crackers next week. <laughs> and I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm Lindsay Tucker. Saying, hey, Macarena. I. Bridges on my dick, tell him give me one minute. One egg, my good enough.